Yo, I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. Hope everyone is having a great day. Uh, I know I am. I literally just finished Sopranos. And let me tell you, my guy, Damn. that was easily... Have you heard about the ending at all? Like the controversy? Yes, I know, I, know, I know what the ending is. So I saw it and that was literal, literal greatness. And now I'm on to Ozark. And I know how you're hyping up. I'm yeah. so behind. Ozark's fine. Hype- yeah, exactly. And you're hyping up all the hip hop. Um, like the hip hop yeah. uh, songs that are being played, Illmatic and Killer Mike had a feat. I'm so behind. So give me yeah. <laughs> give me a break. But yeah. Now, in yeah. the seasons, uh, the character Ruth plays a lot of hip hop in her car. Yeah. Shout out to Ruth. You also, you got to watch The Boys. I feel like you'd fuck with it. It's so I do. Good. Since you mentioned it, I added it to my list. I've seen all the memes. Like I didn't know the memes. Yeah. Like, you know when you see a meme and then you randomly watch a show and then you catch the meme in the show and you're like, oh, it's amazing. That's what. Yeah, I literally I, it's amazing and yeah, I all was, good things. I was young and my brother. I'm like, come downstairs. I'm like, this is the part. This is the meme, and <laughs> it's it, it's exciting because I knew it was like in the third season and I was just waiting for that moment. Yeah. And one of the the biggest meme is like the end of season three. So I like finally mm-hmm. got there. I was excited. I need to watch it, man. But yo, how's your week been? Have you been? Uh, my week was amazing. Um, I guess we'll get into the playlist titles because that's kind of a mm-hmm. part of this. Uh, my oldest brother got married. So now I have, I officially have a sister in the Dushevsky family. Oh. Um, so my playlist title will be called... Quick cheer, quick cheer, quick we'll call, cheer. We'll call it Celebration. And the first song on it, we'll do Big Brother by Kanye. Okay. Um, it was incredible. Like my yeah. brother, I was crying like a baby during it. Man. Uh, it was it was amazing. It was supposed to rain during the ceremony, but it ended up not raining. So we got all mm-hmm. the luck we needed, and it was just the best weekend. It was awesome. Uh, which brother? This is the oldest brother, Jared. Okay, congrats, my boy Jared. You know what it is. Thank you. What For up, me, Jared? again, nothing much really. Again, just Sopranos, <laughs> probably my biggest highlight. Um, a lot of singing stuff too, finding my voice, practicing yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but for my title, it would have to be Corleone. A little hint off of Sopranos because I finished it. And then the leading song would be Don't Stop Believing." Great song. Great song Don't structure. Stop. And it was included Lee. in the final. It's a banger. There's so many TV shows that I have on my list to watch. And Sopranos is definitely one of them. So it's Breaking it, Bad. I had to watch Breaking you haven't seen Bad. Breaking Bad? I have not seen Breaking Bad. Bro, you need to put and that And I'm, I'm a pretty cultured top. person. Like, I've seen most shows. Mm-hmm. There's just, I don't know. There's so many shows out there. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Bruh. Okay, <laughs> real, quick, real quick. All your favorite. What's your top five favorite shows? I'll, you don't have to give me five. You can't get a list of right. anything off the top of your head. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Okay. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. The Office. All right. I got to think. Ozark was really good. I'm just not sure if it's a top mm-hmm. five show I've watched. Now, those are my three. I'm not sure what my... Okay. What what about you? What's yours? For me, game, I'm literally staring at a Game of Thrones. You, you can't see it, but yeah. Game of Thrones. No order either. Game of Thrones, Mad Men, which you need to watch if you haven't. Sopranos. Um, crap. Uh, I'm watching Succession right now, and I kind of get I bro, I'm kind of getting bored too. of it. It's a little boring. Succession. I haven't seen that. I know my list too. Sopranos, Mad Men. I love um, Futurama. Used to be a Futurama, big Futurama, Futurama guy. I was. I'm not a big Futurama. No, I'm gonna come back to this list in a little bit. I know I literally have a list. I can't. I'm just fumbling the back because this is live. I mean, if you're with uh-huh. friends, like Family Guy is always like the best show to just throw on. Family Guy's hilarious. Okay, okay. This is my list. This is my official list. Okay. It's going to be 
It's going to be Attack on Titan, which is amazing. Mad Men. Peaky Blinders, which you have to see. It is so good. Yeah. Uh, Sopranos, of course. And yeah, those are, that's my handful. Of I mean, the but guy, Peaky Blinders. Sicilian Murphy, that's his name. The guy in Peaky mm-hmm. Blinders. He's me an Oppenheimer. He's the goat. He's fire. Oh, my Plays God. Scarecrow. Good movies, good shows, and good music. Um, one big news came out that Little Wayne was yes. dropping uh, the Carter Six. Um, I'm happy for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can really say. I don't know. I love Wayne. He's always been part of my childhood, and he's a legend. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I'm not really that excited. <laughs> would, do you think, would you get more excited if this was a new album with like just like a, just a random title or being part of the Carter series? Like what would get you more excited? Carter? Because at least it's yeah, Carter. Hopefully you'll take him more serious. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not. I'm always I just, just like get... his time has passed. That's all. His time has passed. But I do love Rain. He's still relevant. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just always scared about his beat choice decisions on his mm-hmm. albums. That's always mm-hmm. just been my personal reason why I'm not like the biggest Lil Wayne guy. Although I've done my random like dives one night into like all the um, dedication series, which are crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think he he goes on these feature runs that are crazy. And they're usually on the beats that I always want him to be on. Like he'll be on some Griselda shit and he'll kill it on this boom bap beats or he's on a DJ premiere song. Or he's on a Tyler the Creator song, and I just think there's these beats are just so much better suited than for him than just kind of generic trap beats. <laughs> yeah, like that. I mean, Metro's great, but in a time and place, I just like think Wayne can really he can make like a classic in this in the 2020s, which would be crazy to make a classic. If he can make an like incredible like, I don't expect Wayne to talk like four four four, getting mm-hmm. deep about life. But if he can make like an album for the older hip hop crowd in mm-hmm. 2020s when he was getting popping in the 1990s, that would be like one of the craziest way longevity we've ever seen. Yeah. If you can, you know the crazy thing though, Gen Z, a lot of Lil Wayne's listeners is our generation. Although we are Gen Z, we're not Gen Z. Screw Gen Z. We were like early, <laughs> early Gen Z. So I'll push us back to millennials. Like two thousands, we were Wayne fans. But the new generation coming up, and I mean people younger than us, they aren't really listening to Lil Wayne. But I guess, yeah. like you said, he doesn't have to cater to them. It's catered to the hip hop audience. People yeah. who are with him originally well, when, with him. Yeah. When did he go to jail? It was like two thousand nine <laughs> or something. Well, I'm just so, saying, like, <laughs> I'm a lot hey, of our generation. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I was. <laughs> I was 10 in 2010, and I yeah. can't say I was bumping. My parents were letting me bump Lil Wayne music. And I know there's a period <laughs> of time where he went to jail yeah. and Drake became kind of mm-hmm. took the throne and kind of ran with it. So, I'll more to say, say he that gave it, he, he gave it to Drake, Lend, lended yeah. it to Drake. Yeah. He lended Drake and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. So, I think my point is I mean, there was a period of time where other rappers kind of took over. So, I think yeah. our generation didn't get to experience as much. Maybe you did. I personally mm-hmm. can't say that. My yeah, parents man. were bumping Lil Wayne in the car. I kind of <laughs> had to find Lil Wayne myself. Hey, crazy, At, crazy YouTube and uh, what's it called? Dat Piff and all those Yeah, Dat Piff. Yeah. I mean, my brother's like used to bump Lollipop because mm-hmm. my brother's 26. So he's yeah. he got to experience it way more than I would say mm-hmm. I got to experience it. Man, for me, Lil Wayne, I'm telling you, Lil Wayne was a big chunk of my child. I'd be lying. Our whole school was bumping Lil Wayne, man. Carter 3 and Carter 4, Wayne was mm-hmm. the king. And he did go to jail between Carter 3 and Carter Carter, no, Carter 3 and Carter 4. Yes, between Carter 3 and Carter 4. It was like so early 2010, I think. 2010, 2011, yeah. yeah. Which is why the album got pushed back a little bit. But 
he will always be a legend in my book. I'm really happy that he's still going, still rapping. The same way I feel about M. And it's like, when it comes to, you notice when it comes to, like, let's say Eminem, for example. When Eminem does something not great, everyone bashes on him. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not even concerned the fact is he's literally 50 in 2022, 2023, yeah. still doing his thing. But when it's like another rapper, I don't want to use names, but like another popular like legendary rapper who's not Eminem or Wayne or whoever they can trash, mm-hmm. they don't trash him at all. I'll just say like, for example, like I've heard a lot of songs from OGs that aren't, aren't great. Yeah. And no one backs it well, but when it's M and Wayne, it's man, y'all are trash. You are talk- get out of here, retire, kill your all this whack, yeah. all this whack I stuff. mean, you're talking about two people that have like a certified spot mm-hmm. on most people's Mount Rushmores or rappers ever. So yeah, obviously they're gonna get more scrutiny. Yeah. I would say Eminem just in this second, uh, maybe not second phase of his career, third phase. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you want to call it. Third. Third phase. Mm-hmm. He's just getting too much into fast rap for my taste. That was something yeah. that I really loved when I was getting into hip hop at first. Because like a oh, lyrical miracle and all that <laughs> shit. But I can't say now that that's really what I'm listening to. So I think that's why something like 444 really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Because it was a rapper at this age talking about something like kind of switching it. For sure. So I don't know. It'd be really cool to see M do that. I don't expect it. And I think it's a weird spot that hip hop fans are in. Because you're kind of like wishing for your favorite artist to experience something bad in their life to rap about. Mm-hmm. So it's like a weird... Yeah thing you're like you're oh i don't want something bad to happen to them mm-hmm. but a lot of good music is made out of bad things such as like relapsed by eminem yeah or honestly like a lot of eminem's early material mm-hmm. is just him talking about how like awful his life was coming up yeah and it's like yeah relive that trauma keep doing <laughs> it for us album after album like it's a weird thing <laughs> and I've, I've always thought about how when artists go on tour mm-hmm. and they have a really sad album it's like you're reliving your emotional pain every single night for a year straight. It seems like mm-hmm. it's, it could be a lot. Yeah. But hey, like you said, that's the best music. For me, if your music is authentic and true and also like vulnerable, that's my favorite type of music. Like when I hear Love Yours, J. Cole, when I hear like mm. the Deja Vu, the Not Afraid, the Mockingbirds by Eminem, that creates the best music. I even saw, which I will be attending uh, a week and a half from now, Kendrick Lamar, baby, let's go. Yes, sir. But um, I saw a video of Kendrick performing, right? And did you see the security guard was yeah, tearing was up to a song? Yeah, yeah like that's then the Kendrick type of music. It. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the type of music that moves people yeah. and that's what it does. I mean, there's a lot of singles I heard recently. And we'll we'll get to it. I want to I want to I don't want to bash it, but my god, (laughs) but yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I've always been really, really, really inspired by Tyler the Creator because Mm -hmm. he is able. Like Flower Boy is one of my favorite albums of all time, and he made an album about being bored. So he wasn't, and there there is emotional pain and trauma that can go Mm -hmm. along with that, but it was something that's so normal that he just has a song called Bored, and I think that. For someone like me, who thankfully in my life has not experienced like mm-hmm. the most trauma ever, that it's like nice to know that, oh, I can rap about kind of things that relate to people. So Tyler has that song on the Nego album where he's literally making a song about his girl or guy being late. Hey, come on, come girl, on girl, let's go. Let's go. Hey, and the whole song, it's a lit song. And the whole song is literally him storytelling about this girl being late and him having mm-hmm. to talk to the neighbors about some bullshit conversation. So I think Tyler is a cool person that, He's yeah. kind of made music that's so normal sounding, mm-hmm. like normal topic wise. But mm-hmm. then obviously his artistry makes it like what's so amazing. Funny you mentioned boredom because that's, I think that is my favorite song by Tyler of all time. It's incredible. Um, it's incredible. Find some time to do something. It means a lot to me. 
um, and come on. Oh, that song is a slap. Yeah. Even I like the concept. Like, come on, girl, let's yeah. go. Hey. And I, I was actually so I was geeking out over this interview. It's an old yeah. interview with Tyler and um, I think it's Hot ninety seven. Is that like Ebro mm-hmm. and Rosenberg? And mm-hmm. so he was going off, and I love this mm-hmm. about is how. No, no. I mean that oh, is okay. part of the interview. <laughs> but it, he was t- he was talking about how a lot of times we look at people who we consider cool. It's usually people mm-hmm. who like don't care about anything. And he was mm-hmm. telling a story about how he met this rapper who was saying to him backstage, like, "Dude, why do you care so much with all the wigs and all the music? Like, mm-hmm. I just make hits." And Tyler's like, "Oh, you you're making fun of me for caring." And I th- yeah. he was he was talking about how rappers will talk about driving in a foreign, but a foreign mm-hmm. can be a Honda. And it's like yeah. if you're a ge- if you're gonna be a geek about cars, like be nerdy about it in your rap. Yeah. So I think that's something that's always appealed to me about Tyler is that he'll make a whole song where he's rapping about like the colors of the shirt he made mm-hmm. or the closet he designed. And yep. it's like be a- and Logic does that really well too. That mm-hmm. I think he changed from under pressure is not talking about that stuff, and then mm-hmm. he starts talking about like all the sci-fi and anime and yeah. video games, all the shit he loves. So it's like if you're gonna be a nerd, be a fucking nerd about it, and you're gonna find people also nerd out about that stuff yeah and i don't know who really started i'll say that way but who was the first trendsetter but i know like pharrell neptune's kind of being a backpack rapper little wayne the whole skateboard vibe being like emo-ish kind of uh-huh. and that really lends this conversation which i know you were talking about last time we talked how you saw the kevin hart jay-z interview and i was watching more jay-z interviews yeah. and that led me to the david letterman interview with him and he was talking about how in rap, like mostly it is fake. A lot of the stuff is fake. And I was having a convo with my friend Michael, who also produces as well. Shout out to my boy Destro. Um, Megan Thee Stein, for example. I remember on um, Kendrick's and Baby Keem's, what's the song called? Pop Off, only on occasion, brother. Um, what's the song called? <laughs> Not Range Brothers, it's the other one. Oh, my oh God. Family Ties. Uh, family Ties. Family Ties. But you know, he talks about Megan Thee Stein, where he's like, um, um, basically, I can multitask like Megan, brother. You remember that line? But basically what he was referring yeah. to is the fact that Megan Stan, for example, and this is just a case study, basically, how like intelligent she truly is. Like she's gotten her degree, she's really smart, mm-hmm. um, intellectual. But because of I don't want to say it's because of her, her label, I don't know what it is, but just because of the situation she's in, she feels the need to almost like portray a character in, in this hip-hop realm mm-hmm. of like, you know, this bad girl vibe, hot girl summer energy. Yeah. But like and her real day-to-day life, that's not how she is. And Jay-Z in that interview with David Letterman was basically kind of disappointed by that, which is why he was pushing to do 444 uh-huh. to be his true self, talking about his relationship with Beyonce, um, his mother coming out lesbian and stuff like that. And it's like, that's the one thing that kind of rubs me about rap, even though I love things intentionally, like Tyler being intentionally like shady sometimes, Eminem being some shady, et cetera. Yeah. I just feel like when it's not authentic, that's when it gets whack and it's just not good yeah. music at all. That's why, I mean, a lot of the people I tend to be fans of are geeks about a mm-hmm. certain thing. Where mm-hmm. Jay-Z, like, truly knows a lot about business and mm-hmm. he, like, is interested in art buying. And that's what he's talking about in his music. And some mm-hmm. of us obviously can't relate to art buying or investing in real estate in Dumbo. Yeah. But he is just a geek about it. And there's a lot of artists that are geeks about things. And I think it's way mm-hmm. cooler when they present that to us. Like, for example, like, I'm a... Like comp, like movie geek, and I always talk in movie mm-hmm. quotes to my friends. So I'm thinking, like, why don't I include that more in my music? Like, that's yeah. what I fucking like. That's how I talk in life. So that's how I should be writing. So mm-hmm. things like that. Um, it's always been nice looking at these different artists that mm-hmm. they like love these certain things that are outside of rap, or maybe they mm-hmm. just obsessed with rap itself. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, be a nerd about it. When it's you fun. write, do you ever feel like, oh, people won't get it, so I shouldn't say it? 
Yeah. Or are you kind of like F it? I'm just gonna say it anyways, and that's just oh, like a reference. Yeah, anything like if you're writing you know a, a rhyme or yeah. something. I mean, I use a lot of obscure references, and I honestly, I never mm-hmm. really second guess it. It's as long as one person gets it, and it's like, hey, you got that one? Cool. Yeah. That, that one was Floyd. Real. Yeah. 50 Floyd, 50 baby. Floyd. That's it. <laughs> that shit was yeah. hard, bro. For real. It's all, <laughs> it's all about the small ones. And especially like that one, like when you sent mm-hmm. that you like that line. Because mm-hmm. like I have this whole cultural like database in my head of like random yeah. ass references that I would use in normal day talking. Mm-hmm. So it's fun throwing in rap music. And if someone gets it, like that's even cooler. Yeah, like you have to, man. And that's what's going to separate you from other artists. I know this is kind of corny, but it's not because I still think it's one of the hardest things. Jack Carlo on um, the Lil Nas song. Uh, what's the song? Uh, Industry Baby. Yeah. He says, "Say my time is coming soon, but just like Oklahoma, mine is coming sooner." And that hits so hard because, like, we like, we go to OSU yeah. and Big Ten. I'm like, bro, like, who's saying stuff like that? That's hard, and it relates yeah. to Jack Carlo because that's his age group. That's what's going around around him, yeah. and like, that's what makes you stand out. Yeah, I know you mean because I'm a huge sport fan, like mm-hmm. American sports. So I definitely use a lot of obscure references in my lyrics. I'll be honest, that Jack Carlo line isn't the most clever. Man, that shit of lines. Stop hating. I'm trying to think. There's a little Dicky line because little Dicky has so many funny yeah. sports references. Don't this pull up like, white Jack Carlo with little Dicky. I'm just comparing it for a second. He said, um, <laughs> "No, he said no Southern Carolina. Why you got so much Gamecock? Because the Southern Carolina are the Gamecocks. I don't know, that's like, just that's, a funny no, reference. Like that's not hard. Action. Jack's if you want, hard. no, I know that's not that hard either. Jack Carlos. If you want good ass sports references, mm-hmm. listen to uh, fucking like Action Bronson. Yeah, I was gonna say Action Bronson. Bro, he's got some funny ass lines. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in the oh, for ex- another person who's a geek about mm-hmm. something, Westside Gun is a geek about wrestling. Yeah, like a complete yeah. geek about WWE, mm-hmm. and he puts that in his songs. And I don't always get the references, but he's making that shit for the people who also love WWE and rap. So it's yeah, like kind I'm of pretty like sure a, you told me they 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 sued him or something. Yeah, right? one one fighter sued him for one of his songs because he used to skip from it. <laughs> That's a problem. Did him dirty. Damn. After um, showing so much love, too. Yeah. He shows so, he uh, he did a whole tweet where he's complaining about how they should be mm-hmm. giving him front row seats. Because honestly, he does put like a lot of those people on. And yeah. could be putting young kids in, or people who aren't normally fans of WWE. They're like, oh, yeah. Fly God's in the WWE? I'm in the <laughs> WWE now. Speaking of WWE, did you see Logan Paul's now in the WWE? I did not. Dude, what? How is he doing all these things? Kids. Hey, kids. Do not give up on your dreams. This guy, yeah. yo, how? Bro, he, he's lived how? like 10 like ten lifetimes in the last two years. He's done <laughs> every single career path. As much Wait, as people want to hate I was... him, like, I Bro, don't I saw... hate him, but I don't, I don't love him. But, man, he is, uh, yeah. that's inspirational. <laughs> I saw one video of him slamming someone into a, ch- whatever it was, it was, like, generally impressive. Yeah. It, it wasn't like he was a shitty person. Like, he laid mm-hmm. himself out there. Eh, so good for him. I don't know much about the pause. I know most Me neither, them. but hey, after that WWE thing, I said, I can't even hate no more. Yeah. <laughs> different, different um, level. But in some great news that we just received, mm-hmm. <clears throat> probably my, it's so hard to rank them. I'll say one of my, I think my top five favorite artists of all time, which could be surprising mm-hmm. to listeners, but Sam knows how obsessed I am with this man, J.I.D. Jid, coming out with a new single tonight. So today is August 8th. So this it will be out by the time this release. But I just need to say how excited I am. Um, Jid was supposed to release the um, title and date of his album release, and then Kendrick Lamar decided to drop the hard part five, and J.I.D. <laughs> never told us when the album would be coming out. And looking back on it now, me and Sam were just saying mm-hmm. how maybe he should have just dropped it because albums are really just kind of coming and going. So you might it, I don't think it would have made a difference. It's, uh, that's the I thing, am so right? Excited. Albums are coming and going, but 
let's say hypothetically, let's say Jid had something. Let's say he had crack. Let's say he really had crack and he doesn't want to drop it around there. He really wants time and space for yeah. people to digest the album. I don't know. I won't sleep on Jid, but um, yeah, I, guess I, think, I, would, I think he can deliver. I would phrase it like albums aren't coming and going. They're, are, they're coming and going to people who aren't dedicated to your fan base. So no matter what or when this album is going to be released, this song, like J- I just love J.I.D. too much to not replay this album a lot. But I don't know if it's going to lead to just casual fans of like the Dreamville Mm-hmm. to keep bumping it. So it might not do great sales-wise, but I think he's a pretty strong fan base. I'm going to push but, back on you a little bit. When you listen to music, do you? I know you just said, I'm going to bump that album a lot. Do you really, and, and this might include Jed, or maybe just music in general, do you really listen to the whole album beginning to end, beginning to end, or do you really just pluck out songs and later on put them on a playlist? I listened, I mean, when the album initially mm-hmm. comes out, and hopefully mm-hmm. if I like the album, I go start to finish the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then there's certain songs that maybe on first listen I love or in a couple listens mm-hmm. later I love that get added into separate playlists. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I really enjoy listening to music full, like through. Okay. Man, like if I'm going to the gym, cause... I'll do playlists. Mm-hmm. But if I'm yeah, if I'm doing homework, I'm like, oh, this is a good time to try mm-hmm. out Supreme Blind Tell for the first time. Or I'm like, <laughs> might as well like yeah. I just like think I'm like, yeah, I might as well try it right now. Or if I'm yeah. driving, I'm like, oh, I'll listen to a full album. But if I'm doing yeah. something like working out, maybe I'll put a playlist on. Well, you're a music connoisseur, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll call you an outlier. But people, they're not like that yeah, anymore, no, man. It's sad. Like, I really didn't think this was a thing, but it really is. People just look for the starred song. I don't know what it is on Spotify of Apple, but <laughs> I'm just going to stick with the star song. Yeah, yeah. And they pick that and add it I to the playlist. Mean. And it's just not about playlists now, man. It's just kind of sad. Like, every day I try to listen to a new album beginning to end. That's always been my goal. Um, Questlove, I was watching a documentary on him. That's what he does all the time. And I, yeah. I was inspired by that. I just feel like that's the best way to really listen to music. Uh, but yeah, man. I was actually start doing changing. that more. New album yeah. every day. That's good. An album every day. I'm, talking about I'm excited. My I'm grandfather excited this weekend told me he reads a book every single week. That's, mm. a, lot of, that's a lot of knowledge. Every single like, week? Because I'll read a book and I'll think I'm a master on the subject now. <laughs> so he's been reading a, a book a week he has to be mm-hmm. just feel yeah man and also like you said like oh if I haven't heard to Supreme Blind Tell like I always make sure I check the boxes off those goaded albums like yeah. I know um, and there's a lot of albums yeah. that I still need to listen to or yeah. give re-listens to and there's so many not even just like hip hop too like um, I'll say what is it now August I'll say in April I was the first time I listened to Marvin Gaye's um, what's going on, which is crazy mm-hmm. because literally on every po- platform possible, that's literally a top three album of yeah, all time. Yeah. So like that was the first time listening to that and it was incredible. Yeah. And there's so many albums I still need to listen to. So yeah. yeah. That's a great example. And that's I've explained this before, but that's why I love hip hop. That mm-hmm. there's so much if they sample people, like I was in Chipotle mm-hmm. and I'm like story. oh I'm like <laughs> Smina, I'm I'm like, this sounds like a Smino sample. Mm-hmm. And it was the Isley brothers. Mm-hmm. Um Fuck, I don't know. It's like their most popular song ever. And that leads me to being like, oh, let me try out the real song. I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. And yeah. I just like love that about hip hop because it exposes to me a lot of music that culturally I wasn't raised on. And it causes me to get out of my bubble and try it out. Hopefully everyone can do that too, man. Uh, but again, the fans be pushing sometimes. I know recently Twitter kind of blew up. A Doja Cat shaved her head and her eyebrows yeah. because she wanted to, and she definitely has the right to do so. Go off. But a lot of the fans took that. Um, 
I don't know, for some reason personally, even though you're not <laughs> friends of Doja or no Doja. And I guess they're kind of calling her crazy. I think people it, are claiming maybe the label is driving her crazy, people around her driving her crazy, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I think for one, a lot of people talk about this. She kind of has this cringy girl humor that personally <laughs> I don't find funny, but it's like mm-hmm. when you make like an ugly face and you're like, oh, I'm so crazy. Like, watch me do this. Yeah. So a lot of people like don't really mess with her humor. Like she posted that picture of her being mm-hmm. bald and like in a weird stance or something. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's a little cringy. Um, but I don't know. She's just had to cancel her entire summer of tours. I have no clue. She's probably going through a lot. Was this because of her uh, throat? Yeah. Uh, her neck surgery? Yeah. <sighs> That's, That's tough, too, because she is an incredible performer. Like, she is incredible. Yeah. The weekend in her would have tore shit up. Yeah, but shout, so shout out Kitronata. Got his chance to go on, mm-hmm. go on the world tour. Shout out to him. So then mm-hmm. there's a. Co- also, I'll say. You guys want to say a quick shout out to Mac too? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I know swimming. Just I know it's a little bit, a little bit like a couple of days after, but I just miss the man so yeah. much. I love him. Swimming's my all time favorite Mac na- Mac album. It's confirmed for me. Yeah. His um, his dis- kids love it, but yeah, swimming. His discography is so good to me that I can never pick number one. It changes so much. Mm-hmm. Like my rap style is completely based on faces and the ad lib usage mm-hmm. and stuff on that. Yeah. But then Good AM is when he's really rapping his ass off. But then mm-hmm. swimming and circles are just so deep and like vibey and help me through mm-hmm. so much. So I can never choose one. So I, I think I think I'd have to say Mac is my second favorite artist ever. I just love way too many of his albums. Yeah. Love the guy. Yeah. But go ahead, go ahead and introduce the new oh, albums. Yeah. And I don't know. We got some. New, we had some new music coming out this week. First, um, DJ Khaled is dropping another album. Um, I do not have the list of features that are supposed to be on it, but it's another star-studded album. And this song was Staying Alive, Drake, and Lil Baby. Um, I feel like I kind of know your feelings on this one, but how do you feel about it? Man, you know how you're talking about uh, sometimes when you watch a music video and add it to the song, yeah. it kind of boosts the songs up, yeah. song up, it elevates it. When I heard this, when I saw the music video, um, <laughs> did the opposite. I hated the song even more. Honestly, I hated I d- the song even I more. I just saw a small, park, small clip of the uh, doctor part. Is <laughs> it? Is it really that bad? It is that bad. Um, <laughs> have you not heard the song yet? Or no, I, I've heard the song, and I've seen a clip of him as a doctor, uh, but I have it's not just, watched the whole like, video. It's like, ha ha, but like, it's corny because it's the same thing. Okay, we're going to be rappers, and we're going to stand around with a bunch of girls, and you know, we're going to act cool and stuff, and it's just so corny and lame around cars, and it's like, it's just, it's so corny. The music is, and I listen, I love Drake, I love Baby, I even love DJ Khaled, but this is just such uninspiring music. Yeah. And that's what like has me in so much disdain because this generation, and the song was like, what, two minutes and something? I just hate, this generation, I hate I mean, Gen Z so much. I'm sorry. That's what you're going to get from a, a compilation <laughs> album. You're not going to get the most <clears throat> deep mm-hmm. or philosophical, especially if you're going to a song with Drake and Lil Baby. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just say, I mean, I'm going back to college next week, so maybe this is a song mm-hmm. that's blasting off at parties, so maybe my opinion changes on it. So I think that's part of it. This whole summer, I've been in my room listening to music alone. So it's mm-hmm. not to say that my opinion is always molded by other mm-hmm. people, but hearing how other people take a song can kind of change your opinion on it. Or if you hear it mm-hmm. in a different different place than just your room or your car, can kind of change your opinion on it. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's facts. I've always liked the Drake album, uh, honestly, never mind. I've always, I didn't yeah. hate it. Um, it grew on me a lot too. But uh, in the scene, whoo! It's calling my name. Yeah, it goes crazy. It goes crazy. And then Calvin Harris finally dropping the sequel to Funk Ways Volume One. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe a little late. Maybe I'm not sure what issues went into this, but maybe you should have dropped at the beginning of the summer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fine, honestly. The features weren't as interesting. I didn't. Th- I thought what made Volume One so good was that he did so many crossovers of genres, where you're like mm-hmm. uh, Khalid and Future, what Frank Ocean, the Migos, what mm-hmm. Katy Perry and Big Sean. I think this album had a little bit less of crossover. I thought it was yeah. a little bit more like made sense. Yeah. I, th- I think the song with Halsey and Pharrell sucks. Hey. Huh? Hey. And, 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 hey, and, hey, we dipping, y'all. Fucking radio we ass dipping, song. We dipping, we dipping. I really like that. <laughs> I got disdain for that song. I really like. That's crazy. I think the one with Normani and Offset is incredible. The way it starts, the keys, and if it moves you. That's my favorite song. I'm so mad at you right now. You like the Halsey one? I don't fuck with that. That's my favorite what? song in the whole and, album. And they made a second version of it. I was like, no. Because it's so good. That's why. Nah, I was It's so good. And Justin Timberlake, that's not a crossover. Halsey and Justin it's Timberlake. It's not a crossover, but it's still good regardless. I, didn't, I don't like that song. I like the 21 Savage song besides mm-hmm. the... There's certain words that artists can say that just like mm-hmm. don't sound good to my ear. When he says, Kush smell like armpits, it's just... I don't like that. I can't explain <laughs> Who it. Who said that? Um, 21, 21 Savage. Savage. Chris Miller, armpits. Yeah, Castle 2. That, <laughs> that one I didn't really like. The album's fine. I used Castle for that. I'm sorry. That's some sus stuff. Um, oh, but you've... that song with Halsey is my favorite. Damn. And the rest of the album, I guess I have to listen more. It's a little forgettable. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and like there's one song that's just Snoop Dogg on it. I don't know. I like, I really like yeah. the the as the concept that it was just bringing different genres together over some like tropical yeah. ass beats. The beats are good. And what you're saying isn't really a hot topic. I've seen a lot of people say that Volume One was a lot better. Yeah. And knowing, I love this project. The only problem with this is like it gets to a point where okay, the sound literally sounds like it's not, yeah. it sounds like I'm listening to the same song over and over. Yeah. Um, also, it's hard to compare yeah. it to Volume One because I think for our generation, I literally think Slide is one of the best songs ever created. Like I th- Probably. think Slide is just a perfect song. So yeah, he's not going to make mm-hmm. another Slide. It's so yeah. hard to recreate that. But then you have like fuck the song with um, Khalid and Future. What is that? Roll- mm-hmm. What song is that? Um, uh, Khalid and Future. Rolling? Is that what it's called? No. Let me pop in here. Maybe I didn't add it. Did no, no, no. On the first, on volume one. Oh, volume one? It's a huge song. I couldn't tell you, Chief. I'm, I'm blanking out. But yeah, that it was such a good album. It's hard to live up to that. Ah, Rolling. Roll- yeah, I was right. Okay. And then we have mm-hmm. Beyonce dropping a long-awaited album, Renaissance. Um, I know mm-hmm. you finally got the chance to listen to a couple weeks after it. People are <laughs> people are loving this album. Not yeah. to say I don't mm-hmm. love it. I've listened. To, I listened mm-hmm. a lot the first couple of days, and I have honestly haven't revisited just from being busy. There's one mm-hmm. song that Sid, who's a part of Odd Future, wrote, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. It's the one I sent you this song the day it dropped. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Plastic off the sofa. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so good. Um, uh, shout out to Sid. Yeah, she is super talented. And I also have um, this album. Now you go. I was like my. So I have a cousin who got mm-hmm. married this year, and my cousin's mm-hmm. wife's brother. So cousin's wife's brother is a songwriter, mm-hmm. and he has writing credits on this album. So that was really cool. See him post on Instagram. That ass. Yeah, he also wrote like memories oh, for. He wrote memories for um Adam Levine. He wrote a bunch of Justin Bieber wow. songs. So this guy's a beast. But it was cool seeing that. He wrote for Beyonce album. Hey, shout out. Okay. Do you care, apart from hip hop, do you care if artists don't write their stuff or does that make you look at them differently? 
I mean, it's it's such a common thing in like mm-hmm. arm just in pop R and B or just in singing mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. So I want to say no. I mean, I know she's a lot of writing credits on this, but that also is like features and or not features, but samples and stuff. You mm-hmm. that's still considered like writing doesn't mean you literally wrote lyrics. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's fine. I think it's a little weird to write a really emotional song and it's not mm-hmm. coming from you, but it's so yeah. commonplace that I can't really say anything about it. How do you feel about that? Um, like you said, it's no big deal, but I I do consider it as an aspect of your artistry if you can yeah. do it. And if you can't, it's like, mm, I still love you, but yeah. mm, I still love you though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing on the opposite spectrum. Like, I don't need my artist to produce his music, but if he mm-hmm. does produce it and write everything, yeah. it's like, damn Kanye and Tyler, the creator, like good for you. And I think yeah, it just makes it like all the more writing impressive. Is even more, it's even more like of a stronger thing because you're an artist. I guess unless you have a voice. Okay, so I guess, okay, fair enough. I guess artist, it can be a voice yeah. or slash songwriter. So I guess that's yeah. fair enough. Then there's like the distinction. No, this album was hard. Then there's a distinction between beat making and producing where beat making is just like you mm-hmm. make a beat and send it to someone. But then producing is mm-hmm. actually telling them, oh, we should add reverb here and add a delay mm-hmm. here. I cut the beat mm-hmm. here. So that's like the small difference mm-hmm. is like you're actually yeah. putting everything together, not just sending something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. But this album, man. It was a scrapper. The, the only thing I don't like is Beyonce on these like hardcore trap beats. Yeah, and, like I do like the weirdness of it, but I agree. Most of these songs I loved. Uh, man, I was and grooving. She, she does really cool voice. harmonies, which I really like with her voice. That is true. Easily. And then what we got next up. Yeah. O M. I mean, I did. Did Current Call Two release? Yeah. Oh, released. I didn't. Li- yeah, it released. Um, I heard there's three new songs on it. I have not listened. I oh, I listened to the Fifty Cent one. 50 Cent was spitting. Did you like it? He was spitting fast, right? If I remember correctly. Mm, I want to say fast. I think he was spitting like, he was like it's really like being syllable, lyrical miracle, which is not usually his style of rap. If I'm remembering correctly. I guess a little bit. Um, the only thing with that fine. song was that it's from 2009, right? But they re-recorded the verses. So I don't know if there were previous oh, okay. verses or there wasn't any verses, but what I kind of hate is the fact that he re-recorded it during Relapse era yeah. when the flow was so crazy. And honestly, I didn't, I, I love them. I wasn't really that big a fan of the song, honestly. Uh, yeah. It's fine. It. And then I know it's been a couple of weeks since this, but Joey's album, that a lot of time was mm-hmm. sit with it. I've honestly really loved it, sadly. Mm-hmm. So this was his first album with a record label, I believe. And really? the same okay. day he released his album, Mac Miller's family re-released an old mixtape that he released when he first got a million followers. It's called mm-hmm. "Thank um, I Love Life, Thank You, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Mac Miller getting an album re-released outsold Joey Badass in the first week with a label backing him. How much? Not a lot. I think it was like 24,000 to 22,000. I mean, the fact that an old Mac Miller album sold that much and it's already released, like you can find this album before. It's crazy that it did that well. Wow. Shout out to Mac. I'm actually really surprised. Holy crap. I thought the the Joey Um, album was really good. Yeah, I didn't know about the label thing though. I feel like he's always been on a label, right? No, nah, he's been an... In, Columbia? I think he's been an independent artist. Really? Yeah. I mean, the album's good. I think it could have used a few more features. Um, I really love the first song, The Baddest. The second song, um, something... I forget what it's called, but it's like, new Prezi on my wrist, call that Joe Biden. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I forgot the song. And J.I.D. I know what you're talking about. J.I.D. murdered his feature. You can't put J.I.D. on a mm-hmm. song. You're going to get killed. He's crazy. Yeah. 
hey, we're excited for this album coming up. I love this album. I was going to ask you where you would rank it and Joy's Discog. I really did love this album. And I know like my like one of my friends told me, like, bro, you keep your standards too high. Like, not everyone can yeah, be yeah. Kendrick. Not everyone can be these crazy artists. And all I did enjoy this project, I'm just kind of sad because, like, again, this is Joy Badass, dude who dropped 1999. Everyone was praising this guy, talking about he's going to be one yeah. of the best out, uh, maybe of all time even. And it still seems like he still has... Uh, Still hasn't reached yeah. his upper echelon yet. Just still uh, miles to go. But yeah. yeah. I think I like when he raps faster. I think that's what I've noticed through listening to his mixtapes. He mm-hmm. had a bit like, I don't know, it was more intricate flows. And right now he's more like mm-hmm. chill with it, which I don't think I like yeah. as much. But it's a good album. More aggressive. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the songs. I don't know. I feel like on Survival Tactics, is he rapping fast? Oh, that's a lot of uh, energy. A little bit. I don't know. But you like him when he's aggressive. Like 94, you know that song 94 yeah. until infinity? 95 until infinity. Christ conscience. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah. goes hard. This album was good. I, I'll have to keep listening to it. Where does he rank? Where does this rank? And is this gone? Better than All American or his nah. previous projects? Like, no. Damn. But those have so much nostalgic, like, so so nostalgic to me that mm-hmm. this needs way more time for me. Like, For My People was a song I was playing for so long. And a lot of songs on All American Badass. I'm taking All American Badass over this. Yeah, and in 1999. I'll also take. Uh, yeah, I've heard 1999 a long, long really? time, man. Oh, it's amazing. I've heard it's it, but it's just, it's just been forever. Sadly, like, it's his best. He was like 16. I don't agree. You got listen. I don't think it's his best. Bro, he's so intricate with it and his flows. And this was like I think All American. This is in my peak. Like, and before, before the money. Before the money is good too. But this mm-hmm. is my peak lyrical miracle phase, so I was I was in love with with nine ninety nine. Spiritual lyrical. <laughs> we'll end it on that. Uh, if you tune into the very end, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot more coming for you guys, so stay tuned. And the artists, don't forget to submit us your music. We want to put you on. But that is that is that from us, and we'll catch you guys later. Peace.